Hello everyone, welcome back to the Open Bar Experience. It's David Dacker, your host. This is the first week of December 2018. This uh, rainy Friday night here in Houston, Texas, um, I got in the mood for some rum and um, picked up one of the books that I have and ended up in the uh, section with uh, the Mai Tai. And the Mai Tai, if you don't know, has an interesting history. And the Mai Tai <coughs> is a cocktail that supposedly has two poppies. One being uh, beach, uh, uh, Don the Beachcomber, and the other one, the uh, Trader Vic. So the way the story goes is that uh, Trader Vic uh, had some friends over uh, visiting from Hawaii, if it was, if I remember correctly, and um, they asked for a drink. So, I mean, of all things, he grabs a 17-year-old bottle of uh, Jamaican rum and starts building a drink. You know, being an old rum he didn't want to overpower the flavor of the rum so he just put a little bit of lime juice some curacao orjat um and uh pretty much uh let that fly and so impressed by the uh by the drink um you know his friend's wife it was a couple she says uh what is it like mai tai roe i think it was roa roe I'm fucking that one up, but you can look it up. It's it's in Google. Ask Google. And um which means um uh, you know, this it's like the best is great. And then that's how he got the the name for it. Uh he later on went on to use it in some consulting. I think it was in Hawaii and uh and it becomes more it becomes popular. And so then that's like 1940s, early 40s. Uh down the beachcomber says he invented a Mai Tai earlier in the early 30s uh but his was a bit different i mean it was like jamaican rum cuban rum uh lime juice bitters panade um grapefruit palernum cointreau shit ton of ingredients um and if you've ever tried the two side by side you can tell that the uh the mai tai uh i should say (laughs) trader vick's mai tai is the better one because it uh, has a that subtlety of, of just a few ingredients built to complement uh, the base spirit. Why am I talking about this? Well, because I think that the, the best days to have a um, tropical drink is on cold days or rainy days. Obviously, summertime is a great time. But aside from summertime and near the beach or by the pool, you know, rainy days and, 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 and cold days is always makes me think it's like, man, nice daiquiri, a Mai Tai, pina colada, just to kind of, you know, say fuck you to the weather. All right, so I have a bit of a confession to make. That is, sometimes I'm insensitive. Where is this coming from? This is coming from uh, 
know, a lot of the shit you see on social media and online and conversations you have with people about what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. And, you know, I live in an area that's getting gentrified and, you know, the people gentrifying are act squirmishly and for no good reason. Um, you have uh, holiday people saying, uh, you should say happy holidays and not Merry Christmas and you shouldn't play these songs. And um, then uh, you have um, jokes. Usually that's why I get into trouble where I just say something that I think is funny and it's funny to some people and it's not funny to others because everybody's being so sensitive about, you know, where is this coming from and what's the context. And sometimes... It's just shooting the shit. And it comes from having worked in environments where people were comfortable with one another. And you just kind of run off at the mouth. And everybody just laughs it off and make fun of you. Even sometimes calling you out for how insensitive something is. And not in an offensive way. And whenever it is offensive and someone talks to you, then... You know, you usually apologize because it's a group of people that you're comfortable with and you don't want that to go away. But then there's the other situation to where you might be in a new environment and you loosen up and you think uh, you're getting comfortable with these people and you say something and then it's like, <gasps> and then you say something else maybe to fix. Sometimes you double down to it's like just the ridiculousness of everything. You know, people should know that you're just playing around. They Maybe, maybe they shouldn't know. But that's how you're thinking. And then you get another one. <gasps> and you just made everything worse. But. As it was pointed out to me by a very smart young lady was. Everyone's so sensitive right now because there are so many people that are being so insensitive. And. Mm, I don't think that I'm insensitive in the extreme way, but I am insensitive. And I think that. What she was saying is right now we have this thing in the U.S. to where there are people that are extremely insensitive. They really don't give a shit about other people's feelings or rights or anything like that. And so then you have people that are countering all of that. Um, I guess before it gets worse, <laughs> I guess. And I get it. I don't, I'm not against it. I just think that... Uh, we need context and we need to really have a conversation with one another. Um, there's too much of uh, running off into because you said this, then you're, you know, horrible person forever and ever. And uh, sometimes it's because you have said this, you know, as, as in, in taking away an individual's ability to change their minds or improve on themselves. And what I'm thinking about right now is Kevin Hart's comment um, 10 years ago. Um, you know, uh, I guess I, I didn't I haven't read anything, but I just saw his gay jokes. Right. And, you know, at one time, even though we can now know that that wasn't right, it was fairly common. And um, he, he it's like the social collective was okay with it right so that's kind of the thing sometimes with jokes right you say something so inappropriate so cra crazy so incongruent with the situation that it's funny and some of the funniest people say some of the fucked up shit 
that you can imagine. But the thing is, is given the context of what you're doing, you just it, it just becomes a, as a release, you know, and and it's just funny. Fortunately, I think Kevin Hart, being the person that he is, he bobbed out of the Oscars and apologized because he was given an either or. <laughs> um, he did both, and you know, and and I think that's that's where we're we want to be, right? Because we're in a transition period. Just because you think and you're young enough to have known the world a certain way, you know, what it has happened in the last 10 years, you know, what happened 20 and 30 and 40 years ago with someone else, given the context of society, I mean, you don't know what things you're going to be judged for 10 years from now. Everyone running their mouth, judging everyone that says something that they feel is insensitive, 10 years, 20 years from now, you don't know if that's going to come back to haunt you. Right? Because some people are taking it too far. And I'm not talking about the people that actually have an objective point of view or a point of view that um, seated on, on principles of, of uh, decency. I'm talking about the people that are just running off into craziness of uh, hypersensitivity. And so that's all I'm saying right now. Give it a little bit of context in the sense of who's saying it. 10, 15, 20 years ago, you, some, some of you guys are really young in the bar industry. Um, and you really, really, and this is from conversations that I've had from people that are 25 and younger. You really don't have much of an idea of how things were in the 90s. And I'm talking about the fucking 90s. I'm not talking about the 60s. I'm talking about the 70s or 80s for that matter, um, where things were very, very different. 90s, there was already change happening. And they were still starkly different from what we have today. Um, there's a lot of uh, moves in the right direction uh, that, I, that I feel good about. Uh, it is uncomfortable for people that come from uh, an entirely different world view as far as, you know, you've seen the world a certain way for decades you know it takes time to change so i think we're in that transition period to where we are having i guess there's sort of like internal battles right because we're in the same side but like you know you're calling out people on your side about saying things that you feel are insensitive or inappropriate which you might be right but making them out to be the enemy is the wrong approach is all i'm saying you can call out people on your own side about being insensitive or, you know, um, not with the times. But do it in a way, understanding that that person might be a little bit, need a little bit of time to process and actually come to terms with like, oh, shit, okay, so this has changed now. <laughs> because past 10 years, past five years, I mean, it seems like every few months you, you have to change the way that you behave and the way that you talk. That's not easy. Okay, if you're if you're 20 years old, sure, you're you're very 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 uh, malleable. It's very easy for you. But if you have seen the world a certain way for 20 years, you know, as long as some of you have been alive, then that's a different thing. You need more time. You probably need a longer conversation. You know, there is certain things that uh, need to process. 
in order for you to go like, okay, I can see that and I can see where that's a good thing. That's my two cents. All right, joke time. What does it sound like when Mike Tyson, Michael Jackson, and Mickey Mouse meet in an elevator? Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. <laughs> Love that joke. All right, so time for some uh, Houston local events. Um, well, sort of Houston local events. Uh, one of them is uh, Bartender Boxing is happening in Austin. I think it is uh, the second week of December. Uh, shit, I wish I had the date on that, but it's the week of... What is my... Uh... God damn, man. And your pitbull farts right as you're doing the podcast. It's horrible. Week of the 10th. All right, um, and then also, what do I have on the 15th? Johnny Goldbricks, uh, they're doing a uh, Whistle Pig Toys for Top. Um, and then on the 17th, at Night Heron, Sarah Troxel is doing Speed Rack Practice. So, good luck to her. Um, on that, I'll touch on my firm belief and support for competitions, bartending competitions, because I feel that they develop a specific skill set uh, on the individuals that uh, take part on it and have the, uh, the right mindset. Obviously, you want to win, but the whole point of getting into competitions, in my opinion, is so you develop. You talk to the people that win big competitions or that win a lot of competitions, and most of them will tell you. Uh, as a, ma a matter of fact, uh, Charles Jolly, who won world class global, <laughs> you know, um, you know, he says people don't remember the losses; they remember the wins. And there were a lot of losses to get him to that point. He did win a lot of competitions, but he also, you know, when you talk to him, he's around. When you listen to him, he did uh, he did lose uh, plenty of competitions. But the point is, you develop as a professional, as a craftsman. Uh, and I hope that uh, many of you and uh, hopefully all of you are looking into bartending as a craft. Skills, and that means that there are skill sets that you want to develop. And over the course of time, you make certain things look easy that uh, other people struggle with because you have paid attention to the detail of your craft. All right, y'all. So uh, that is uh, all for today's podcast. Uh, remember, uh, keep the conversation going. And that conversation does entail um, giving context uh, to a situation. And at the same time, I think that we need to stop taking certain things so seriously. There are many things that we should be taking seriously, and there's a lot of changes happening in society. And I think that is a good thing. But I think whenever we start getting trife on some of those things, um, then uh, we get in danger of uh, losing the gains that that we've um, that we've uh, that we've had. What is trife um, for one person may not be for a group. So, you know, that's uh, that's another question. That's for another time. So, again, thank you for listening. As always, take care of yourself, 
take care of each other, and keep the conversation going. Please check out openbar.space. That is the website for this uh, podcast, The Open Bar Experience. You can search The Open Bar Experience on Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes, as well as on Stitcher or uh, um, apps like Overcast, which basically summon podcasts from all over the interweb. 